0: are those nutrients what are those antioxidants what are the detoxing pieces that i can do to really feel my ultimate best every single day
1: welcome to the pursuit i'm your host ben spangle i'm excited to have you here today at our show we're all about helping you in the pursuit of your best body mind spirit and life thanks for being here Hey everybody, excited to have my friend Simone with me today. You're going to love hearing from her. Simone Lovell is a health coach, she's a mentor, she's a mom and uh, as I've gotten to know her she's starting to become a good friend of mine and I'm very excited. One of the things I love about you Simone, you're all those things we just listed and much more and you are a light of positivity and joy every time I talk to you. So I
0: feel the same way about you Ben, that's why we <laughs> connect so well right?
1: That's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, thanks for being here. I'm excited to have you. Oh,
0: I'm excited to be here. It's such an honor. Thank you so much for, for bringing me into your community.
1: A hundred percent. I'm excited about talking about health. And, you know, it's one of those things that whether, whether someone's super focused on it at this point in time or not, everybody thinks about it. Everybody wants to improve their health. You can be healthy and you can always be healthier. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. But before we jump into any of that side, Maybe share with us a bit, a little bit about your journey and story. I I, I think you've been in the health and fitness industry for close to 20 years, I think I was reading. Is that right?
0: 24 years.
1: 24 years. Yeah. So give give me a bit of your background. Tell us a bit of that.
0: (laughs) Um, So, well, my story is a little bit um, unique in that I started um, in university, because I gained 35 pounds. So it was my um, first year of university. I'd been skinny my whole life. I could eat whatever I wanted up until that point, and I never gained weight. Mm-hmm. And then I got to university, and I gained the 35 pounds. I think it's mm-hmm. supposed to be like freshman 20, but I did 35.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a weird way, I'm grateful for it because it really drove me to – start looking into the stuff. I'm like, okay, I got to start working out. I got to start researching nutrition and learn all the things. Um, so my journey started back then, and it was really a superficial journey back then. It was all about just looking good in a bikini in my 20s and mm-hmm. attracting my future husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how it started. But then um, I, um, uh, you know, I was at a healthy weight, and I got pregnant, and I gained 65 pounds. Mm. And it wasn't just about the 65 pounds that I gained during pregnancy that was really, um, you know, obviously not what I wanted, but it was that my health really started to deteriorate at this time. (laughs) Um, I was exhausted. I had zero energy. This is when I was, um, you know, working on my business and, and moving uh, my clientele online and I needed the energy to help them. I had zero energy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, I was breaking out on my skin. I never had that before. I developed migraines, debilitating my, migraines to the point where I couldn't mm-hmm. function. Um, and this drove me now to dig deep into the health side of things. It wasn't just about releasing the weight. Of course, that was a huge priority because unwanted weight for me as a health concern. Um, It was now about uh, being a a good mom to my daughter, um, being a healthy mom, um, and then also an effective, um, you know, um, coach for my clients. And Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how out of alignment I felt in this time. You know, here I was telling my clients what to do, but yet I couldn't do it myself, and also I started to realize that there was this extra layer. Now, it wasn't just about eating healthy. It was actually about uh, things like detoxing, starting with a detox to help eliminate um, harmful toxins and substances from your body so that you can properly lose weight, so that you can properly elevate your health. And this is where I really went down the rabbit hole of um, detoxing and then also macronutrients, which not only helped me reset my health and reset my body and and get to my my body goals, I was able to release the weight um, and elevate my health in a whole new way, feel younger Mm. and and more energized than ever before. But I was able to bring this now to to our community and and create a program that was perfect for them, for busy professionals, uh, busy moms, busy dads that... Um, you know didn't necessarily have the time like we did in our 20s right Mm -hmm. Uh, to work out for hours or to uh, cook for hours so so now you know it, it, it made me a better coach
1: that's awesome that's cool it's funny I find that a lot of what we end up doing in life and teaching is coming from a pace of place of pain that allowed us to be able to serve on a higher level you know
0: Yeah. Yeah, There's that famous line, your mess becomes your message. Yeah. And so at the time I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I'm 65 pounds heavier. My health is a mess. How am I ever going to get through this? And now I look back and I'm just so grateful Mm. for that opportunity to, to really dive into this stuff and learn it the right way.
1: What, what are some of, for you, if you go back to in your 20s and your health focus at the time, I know why you were doing it was different than why you do it today, but what would you say some of the major distinctions are of how you're different in your health today versus back then?
0: Oh, gosh. You know, back then it was really about, um, again, like, it was the superficial stuff, looking good in a bikini, and it didn't actually matter what I was putting in my body. I didn't really care because hmm. I felt fine. Right mm-hmm. um so you know i, I uh, this is the time that I actually uh, went to Australia and I fell in love with Australian wine. I was visiting Australian wineries and started drinking um, alcohol in you know as you do in your twenties, and now, you know, I look at alcohol very differently mm-hmm. um. And I start questioning, you know, the moderation piece and, and uh, getting really mindful about it. Also mm. going through perimenopause and menopause and, and looking at how alcohol can affect your health and affect your sleep. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 definitely different now. And, and I think it's a, it's an age thing, right? I, and I'm also a mom. I'm also a business owner. And so I mm. want it wake up and feel energized first thing in the morning and I want to have the best mood so that I can deal with my nine-year-old in in a positive way, you know, Uh, so so much more about that than, you know, um, looking good in a bikini and it was like I could do very little back then in my 20s to... Mm -hmm the body result. uh, But now it's like, okay, there's this other, there's these other pieces. What are those nutrients? What are those antioxidants? What are the detoxing pieces that I can do to really feel my ultimate best every single day?
1: Mm, That's cool. I love that. Yeah. I've seen uh, uh, everybody make sure you follow Simone on Instagram. She's always posting great stuff, but I've seen you doing some of your mocktails on there. Just out of curiosity. Do
0: I still drink mocktails? Uh, alcohol alcohol. oh yes um i do and you know this is um it's funny that you're asking it's very timely then because (laughs) this month is alcohol month like we have a theme in our community and it's alcohol and um you know i don't preach um abstaining from alcohol it's someone isn't there yet we've had we've actually had clients and i'm going to be doing um some videos with uh, an actress who's in our community she's so fantastic um she started our program three years ago and she did it just to you know uh lose a little bit of weight look uh, and get healthier Mm -hmm. but like okay i'm going to remove alcohol for the six weeks during the program and she Mm -hmm. did and she's actually hasn't had a drink since then in three years And so for her, um, you know, she realized that there was this addictive piece um, in her life and she did need to remove it to Mm. um, feel better um, in every single way. So she's, you know, very happy with her decision. Um, And what we teach our clients is, um, first of all, we remove it in the first phase of uh, detoxing with our clients because you can't detox the body effectively and drink alcohol. It's not going to happen.
1: Can I pause you for a sec? Just can can you give us why? Why? I I understand alcohol is a poison, but I'm just curious why.
0: Yeah, well, your body sees it as a poison um, first. And and so the the first thing that we're trying to do when we detox, especially in our 13-day detox, is we're trying to eliminate toxins and poisons from our body. So if if we're inundating it with more poisons, it's just not going to do its primary role of detoxing, right? So that's number one. Also, most of our clients come to us because they want to release weight. Mm-hmm. And um, if you want to release weight, I mean, alcohol is going to lower your body's ability to burn fat by
1: 73%. Really?
0: It's a whopping percentage. When I tell wow. people that, I always get that same reaction, by the way. Yeah. So wow. I've done you know numerous studies on this, and I have personally tested it. I've also had our clients test it you need to have a strategy around alcohol. So the reason why this month the theme is alcohol is because it's all top of mind for us, right? It's nicer mm-hmm. weather. We want to get outdoors. We want to enjoy the patio season and, um, or maybe a barbecue and, and have some alcohol there, but we need to become more mindful. We need to have a strategy. I'm not saying that it needs to be eliminated entirely. Mm-hmm. If that's not what you want to do, mm-hmm. um, but let's figure out a strategy and also um, get comfortable in our society with having that mocktail and not feeling mm-hmm. the peer pressure, because the number one reason I hear from our clients, and I don't know, you know if this applies to everyone, but the number one thing I hear from our clients is, I feel peer pressured to mm. drink. I don't drink, mm-hmm. someone's gonna say, mm-hmm. why aren't you drinking? And as a woman, we're often worried about the question, like, are you pregnant? Is there a sure. reason, right? And so I think collectively, as a community, we should stop asking that question and make it more normal not to drink, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and or just at least not say anything about it one way or another. And um, ourselves just become more mindful.
1: Yeah. It's one of the funniest drugs of all, because, you know, if you stop doing cocaine, no one's going to ask you why you stop, <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing cocaine, but, uh, but it is a hilarious thing, right? It's, it's a funny it's thing. So it, yeah. it, it does seem like our society in some ways, there's a lot of pressure around it. It's so normalized that, you know, I know this is an exaggeration, but virtually everybody drinks. I know that's not true. What I've noticed for myself, though, is that it seems like uh, I even noticed going to a liquor store, the non-alcoholic market is so much bigger today. Okay. The conversation's much bigger. So I, I think it's going to get easier and easier for those that don't want to drink. To
0: I think yeah. so, too. You know, And just like... Um, my- this client, uh, she's an actress, and she's very uh, vocal about this with with her large community. And I think, you know, more and more um, people with high profiles are starting to speak out about their own journeys and mm-hmm. how it, it's really transformed them. Mm-hmm you know, in, in a powerful way to eliminate it. And so have I eliminated? No, I fell in love with um, rosé when I was traveling Australia, and I love mm-hmm. the Australian wineries. And so I have a glass here and there. Some mm-hmm. weeks, I'll have one to two. Um, mm-hmm. And then some weeks, not at all. Mm-hmm. It's my birthday this Friday, I'm definitely going to be having a glass of rosé. But I will say this, when I was struggling with with my own journey and and, uh, you know, gaining 65 pounds in my weight uh, in that time, alcohol was a huge crush for me. Hmm. So um, I was struggling with a failing marriage Mm. and I used alcohol to cope.
2: Mm. And
0: so my own journey with alcohol is is really about uh, recognizing that Mm. and you know, uh, now becoming mindful about it and, and also weary of ever using it again to cope you know mm. and you need a
2: crutch mhm
1: that makes a lot of sense what's your favorite mocktail
0: mocktail oh my gosh there's so many we have so many um I've, i i know you know i really a simple one a simple simple one um is just like some soda water lime and cranberry juice. Yeah, And the reason why I love it so much is because, I mean, who doesn't love the combination? But also cranberry juice is um, the good kind without sugar, is really high in vitamin C, so that's going to be great for your skin, also great for, um, you know, antioxidants in your body. Then it looks like a cocktail, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if those of you who are struggling in the beginning with peer pressure, let's work with that. But then, you know, it looks like a cocktail, so maybe you won't feel that same pressure. And then you've got the lime in there, which is a detox enhancer. So, um, yeah, my favorite. Cool.
1: That's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, can we talk a bit more about detoxing? Mm-hmm. So alcohol is one thing you're going to do a detox, you're down alcohol. What, uh, you know, if you think about detox to remove toxins, what are some of the more common ones that we maybe are ingesting and yeah Mm,
0: what we need to remove yeah so sugar and gluten would be my two top ones and this is something that i actually encourage our clients to remove um, long term
2: Hmm.
0: um, in our community uh gluten Mm -hmm. for sure and gluten is actually an easy one you know what it's so easy now to find gluten-free products or to make your own that that's Hmm. not hard it's just becoming mindful about that um and, and the second one is sugar, which is not as easy. Now what Wait, we sure. do yeah, what we do is we run a free quit sugar challenge every few months. We're gonna the okay. next one will be at the end of summer. Um and uh we go for five days and we go cold turkey. Now the number one reason we work to remove sugar for those five days is because sugar is highly addictive it's also hidden in so many foods that we eat we don't even know it it's hidden in salad dressings in um spices uh tons of packaged foods almost e- almost every time that I pick up a packaged food I'm going to see sugar in there or some type of sugar maybe a chemical type of sugar like yeah. um saccharide or um uh oh gosh, I'm forgetting all the names, but um aspartame, sure. right? And and that can actually be more um harmful than sugar itself. So I actually tell our clients I'd rather you have sugar than any of those. chemicals. But um the you're gonna allow your body an optimal chance to detox when you remove those two things. So mm-hmm. sugar and gluten. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why gluten is, so So first of all, sugar is highly addictive, right? So the more sugar we have, the more we want it, the more we need it, crave it. We got to have right. it over and over and over again. It's, it's almost impossible to actually lead a healthy lifestyle with that sugar dependency. So that's why we go cold turkey. I've tried cutting it out. That doesn't work. Cold turkey, five days.
1: And are you talking just refined sugar or you're talking all sugars, like from fruit, from...
0: Mm-mm. Just refined sugars. We do have fruit, but we give you a strategy around that fruit. We go low glycemic um, for more of your fruit, but we educate you around that as well. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh my gosh, I can't have fruit because I, you know, there's sugar in there." That's a completely different type of sugar, and it's um, Yeah. yeah, and it's it's loaded with nutrients. You know, so we should never be afraid of those things that are loaded in nutrients or your vitamins and minerals that you need from your food. And you can't get from any supplement. No supplement mm-hmm. will give you, um, you know, the, the level of nutrients that you can get from food. Your body will just absorb it differently. Mm-hmm. And so that's the sugar piece. Um, getting in control of it. We go five days, quit sugar, and then we, we, we go into our 13-day detox because in our 13-day detox, we're eating a whole food. There is no sugar in there. I want you to be off of that sugar addiction. I want you to be in control of your food.
2: Hmm. Um,
0: we also remove gluten. And the reason, um, you know, gluten is such an interesting one because I've actually done um, gluten is, a, is, is, is a, like a more recent thing that we've implemented into our program. And that's just because I've been doing a lot of research around it and it's so incredibly harmful in our body. so basically you can imagine your gut the gut lining of your digestive system should have very tight junctions but when you ingest gluten it actually forces um, openings between those junctions and it causes things like bacteria viruses toxins and poisons to enter your bloodstream it hmm. causes you to have zero energy. It causes you to get sick, aches and pains in your body, um, lower absor- absorption of nutrients. I mean, um, leaky gut syndrome.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, gluten. Um, also, I don't think it's super hard, that one, to eliminate. We've we got to get mindful about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and do do I sometimes have a donut that has gluten in it? I do. But you know what? I feel it right away or the next day. Hmm. I feel a little bit off. I feel the brain fog come on because I don't eat like that, right? So it just goes to show what mm-hmm. that gluten can do uh, to our bodies. So those are the two things that we eliminate, try and eliminate long-term, um, but certainly in the first phase just to get in control of your food.
1: That's cool. It's really cool. I remember uh, it was probably 2021, 2020 maybe. It doesn't matter. But uh, I had cut out gluten. I still eat a little bit of it now, but I had cut it out for 30 days, I think it was. Maybe it was 40. And then uh, my wife and her sister were having like pasta, you know, gluten pasta. I was like, oh, whatever, I'll have some. And my stomach hurt like it's never hurt after eating a giant plate of pasta, but not eating it for 30 or 40 days.
0: Isn't that motivating to you, (laughs) right? Because now it's telling you like that's our body's amazing way of showing you but mm-hmm. eating clean and removing that like now you're an optimal performance basically like your organs have detox and your organs are functioning like they're supposed to and now you go and add it back in and mm. I just think that's super motivating I can't tell you how many times Ben I hear from clients within the first three to four days of them removing gluten coming mm-hmm. back to me saying oh my gosh the aches and pains in my body have disappeared and that's yeah. three to four days my headaches have gone my migraines are no longer there that to me, I, it's just like, it's so obvious that this is, this is a poison really.
1: You got me excited to detox. So
2: Let's do it.
1: <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. So detoxing is a component of health, right? So, I mean, you start with that, which I love. I think that's so good. And then, um, you know, when you think about, I mean, the obvious pillars for a lot of us are exercise, you got the diet component, sleep component, you know, hydration, stuff like that. Is there anything else beyond the basics that you feel, hey, if you really want to increase your energy, you want to look better, feel better, is there anything else that you teach people, recommend to them that, you yeah. know, try this out?
0: Yeah, I think of the piece that's missing there is, is uh, the piece around how to fuel your body properly. Hmm. So we have three phases to our program. The first phase is detoxing. The second phase is learning how to balance macronutrients. So if you've never heard of a macronutrient before, uh, that's basically protein, carbohydrates, and fats.
2: Mm -hmm. And we
0: want to have a balance of that in every single meal and every single snack throughout the day. So two Mm -hmm. things that we teach our clients is is number one, how to balance those um, and personalize that for you because I'm going to be eating different amounts of protein, carbs, and fats to you, Mm -hmm. to your wife, to your kiddo. Mm -hmm. Um, And then – uh, the other thing that we teach our clients is to get out of starvation mode. So a, a lot of people come to our program and they're not eating enough and they're starving themselves throughout the day. So the typical person like, oh, I've heard intermittent fasting is good. I'm going to starve myself for the morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they might have like a little salad at lunch, but sometimes they forget and they just go for the rest of the day. And, they're, and a lot of times they're very proud of themselves. They come back to me and they're like, I'm so good. I'm so healthy. I haven't eaten all day. Mm I'm just having my one meal at night, but a lot of times I get to dinner and I'm ravenous and I'm, you know, eating my kids' leftovers from their lunch. I'm eating the fish crackers or the chocolate chips and things that I know I'm not supposed to, but for the most part, I'm really healthy and I'm not eating that much, like, Mm. so I don't know, you know, what am I missing here? Well, what um, is happening is when you, you skip so many meals throughout the day and you're not eating enough, you're sending your body into starvation mode. Totally. Which sounds really counterintuitive for a lot of people because they're like, oh, I thought food was making me fat. So if I just remove the food, then I would remove the fat in my body. But it's absolutely not the truth. Yeah. You are telling your body that food is not coming in and your body is going to go into starvation mode. It's going to panic. It doesn't know when the next meal is yeah. coming in. And it's going to work to store calories and store those calories as fat. Yep. Which is exactly what we're trying to avoid. So Probably. Yeah, so what we do in our community, I teach people to eat breakfast. We do not practice intermittent fasting, um, and that's because we've been able to see uh, incredible results, if not better results, with eating breakfast. Also, mm-hmm. there's so much research right now around intermittent fasting and um, anxiety and depression, <laughs> and how that can um, perpetuate the you know, mental disease. So um, we have breakfast within one hour of waking up, and then we continue to eat throughout the rest of the day. So we're actually eating a lot of food. So many mm. of our clients turn around, and they're like, I don't know if I can eat this much food. This is completely new to me. Uh, again, sounds counterintuitive, but then they're surprised at how the fat is melting off mm. by them eating the food, again, we're telling our body food's coming in, it starts to relax and it starts mm-hmm. to burn fat, your metabolism speeds up, it is absolutely incredible and also really exciting because we mm-hmm. don't have to diet, we don't have to deprive ourselves in order to see the results that we want. And
2: the mm-hmm. other thing
0: that happens as a byproduct then is not only are we releasing unwanted weight, but we're also elevating our health. We're balancing our blood sugar levels, we're preventing insulin resistance, we're elevating our mood, we're preventing disease. Um, this is when our body starts functioning optimally.
1: Hmm. That's cool. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um <laughs> Yeah, so many things. It uh I uh I've I've experimented with so many different ways of eating in my life and I've always been I, I don't know how I would call myself, but I've always been interested in it. Right. And uh so it's been, you know, for a long time it was about superfoods and how many superfoods I could eat and so I'd eat all that stuff as much as I could, right? Different ones. And then for a while I was vegetarian for five years. And then uh and then I experimented with cyclical keto for not long, probably two months, which if actually interestingly enough, the best I've ever felt in my life was was on cyclical keto. It clarity of mind everything. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so keto, um, there's a lot of research around this piece right now because for men, keto has been shown to work quite well, but for women, not so much, especially women who are in perimenopause and menopause. And that's yeah. because decreasing the amount of carbohydrates and starchy carbohydrates in particular can be actually really harmful, um, hmm. when there's a, a an, um, uh, imbalance of hormones already going on in our bodies right and mainly mm-hmm. elevation of cortisol and the decrease of estrogen so yeah we don't endorse keto in our community because we're mostly female but I have heard it work for men such as yourself and also our common friend Di Manuel has also yep. been an advocate of keto as well.
1: Yeah what I've what I've learned and all the, I don't do keto myself anymore uh, I, I ate animal based for a while carnivore I mean tried so many different things what I found is that it it so much is is and that's what you're talking about even the macros is that I I think it's really about finding out what works best for you what works for your lifestyle and I, I I I'm not a pro in this industry you are but I think that for a lot of people that's the hardest part because you've got information coming from everywhere saying if you eat this way it's going to be good for you but then the next source you know you eat this way it's not going to be good for you yeah so how, how I mean part of it is you teach people this how do you decipher you know, where do you actually go? I think that's one of the challenges for health today for a lot of people is really they is. don't even know where to start.
0: There's so much new information and it's very confusing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And that's what we hear a lot is I'm just so confused. And I'm
2: mm-hmm. so overwhelmed from all mm-hmm. the different
0: messages. But here's the diet industry is, of course, going to be um, inundating us with the latest diets. Right. Because they want you to purchase something new. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a billion dollar industry. So they're loving giving you something new because we always want something new, right? We always like what's the next fad. And that's why yeah. I never jump on fads. I wait. I wait and yeah. I see what happens. Like keto, everyone was saying, "Oh my gosh, keto is the best thing." But of course, a few years later, that's when all the research and science comes out because enough people have done it and that's when they start to find that it's detrimental to women over the age of 40. Yeah. So, don't jump onto anything new is my first tip. And yeah. you know what's crazy is that like the way that we do things in our community and that's balancing macronutrients, this has been around years i learned this stuff 24 years ago and this is how i've actually essentially been eating since university days
2: so
0: this stuff um you know it started with the zone diet by barry sears that was one of the best books that i've ever read and it's all about insulin resistance it's really the magic pill um when it comes to fat loss um so those of you who don't know the zone so fascinating but they created it for diabetics Mm-hmm. um, to help them to balance their blood sugar and, and prevent their, the insulin. And, and here's what's so interesting. And so most of us have a roller coaster when it comes to our blood sugar, right? It's, it's up, it's down, it's all over the place. Um, and this is exactly what we want to avoid. Uh, but what happens is every time that blood sugar goes to its peak in that roller coaster, um, you're going to release something called insulin. This is your anabolic hormone that controls your metabolism. Um, and of course we want to, control our metabolism, so we're very interested in in, um, this anabolic hormone insulin, but if we do this too many times, if we send our blood sugar, you know, going up this roller coaster too many times, we become insulin resistant, and this is exactly what causes us to gain weight. Hmm. So Barry Sear's Zone diet, he came and he's like, okay, what we got to do is we got to work to elongate the blood sugar um, curve. And so the blood sugar curve elongated has very few peaks and valleys. It's not that roller coaster. And he found not only was it working for diabetics and elongating the blood sugar curve, but it was helping them to release weight.
2: Hmm.
0: And so this kind of work, and this is, you know, a lot of the stuff that I do is, is, is based on macronutrients and balancing them in that way. We also add detoxing. We also add lifestyle habits um, and workouts. But this stuff has actually been around for now, um, you know, uh, I think it's almost 30 years.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So the good stuff is mm-hmm. the stuff that's been around for a long time. Don't jump mm-hmm. onto the new stuff and question the new stuff if you're confused, um, question it even more, you know. Mm-hmm. Just think back in the 80s, we were told that margarine was better than butter. Now we can mm-hmm. know that it's hydrogenated oil. Like that's really, really detrimental to your health, right? So just question everything. We were told that having 0% fat is what we need, but now we found that actually fat triggers fat storages in your body and burns fat. So we really need to question things. But in my opinion, going old school and sticking with what works, Yeah, is is where we want to we want to go. Right.
1: I like it. What I've noticed, too, is that uh, no matter who I'm listening to in the conversation around health today, the topic of insulin resistance is is big.
0: It's huge now. Yeah. And you know what? For the first time, probably more than ever. Yeah. So I'm really happy to see that people are waking up to this concept because Mm -hmm. it does make a lot of sense and yeah, really totally. it is that magic pill there is no magic pill yeah. by the way but yeah. um you know food like the the amazing thing about insulin and elongating that blood elongating the blood sugar curve is you can do this 1000 percent through the food that you eat
2: right right
0: there is a drug on the market right now it's called Ozempic. it's huge um it's it's created for diabetics they're you know counting it, the, the magic pill, but we have to be really wary of these things. Start questioning that, you know, there's stuff around how you you, you take it um, and you have to be on it for the rest of your life. Sure. Um, and you come off of it, you're going to gain all that weight back on. There's also studies that show, you know, taking this injection uh, enlarges the liver, which is very harmful for the liver. So we need to start asking ourselves, you know, what are the best ways to achieve our results? Um, and also the, The best way to heal our body at the same time and and, you know not cause harm to our body
1: yeah i i I think it's the same i mean it's with anything business success financial success relationships health all of it we want the easy fix we want you know let me pay for it and then Mm -hmm. 30 days later uh but ultimately i mean it's a progression right and uh yeah no it's so good um on the note of health, I, uh, I love the topic of emotions. And Me too. It, uh, I mean, I love it in many categories. Number one, ultimately, the one thing that every single one of us is after, under every single desire we have in our life is to feel good. I mean, that's what we all want. So emotions are the key to happiness, first and foremost, to feel them. But secondly, I know you love this conversation, too. We may not take it right down this, but emotions are the key to manifesting more of what you want as well, to feel the way you want to feel but I want to talk specifically around the impact of emotions on physical health. Can you talk a bit about that?
0: So the impact of emotions on your physical health.
1: How how does that fit into, I suppose as I'm on the journey to greater health, how do my emotions play into that?
0: Mm. So are you saying, um, are you asking it around working out?
1: Uh, no, sorry. Maybe just like overall health. So it's yeah. uh yeah I guess, like our emotional health what what have you noticed that, and then the impact on how that's impacting our body as well
0: well i mean i i first of all, I'll always say that my food has healed me hmm. emotionally oh yeah, a hundred percent, so um wow. last year. Almost to the day, I went through a very painful separation, very unexpected separation. And um, not too long after the separation, we were doing a community detox. So we were diving into our 13-day detox. And literally at that time, that was the last thing I wanted to do. I just wanted to eat cake and muffins <laughs> and donuts and chocolate chips. and yep. But I knew because of all the research that I've done, that that's not going to serve me and that I should be doing this this detox. And I did it with everyone, and it was kind of incredible. And I actually received so much feedback during this time, like, Simone, you seem fine. How are you doing this? You seem to be healing. Um, And here's the amazing piece. So when you detox, one of the organs to focus on is the gut. And there is actually a very little connection between our gut, and our mental health. So there's a nerve um, that connects them and, and that is the vagus nerve. So it connects our gut, our digestive system, to our brain. Hmm. And all like all the research right now is around how to reset your gut microbiome. We want to yeah. have good bacteria in there bad bacteria. Most of us have more bad than good and so how mm-hmm. do we reset it? That's something that we specifically do in our gut detox.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, and when you reset it, you create this perfect environment for things to flourish in your body, but then you also can Im- it work to improve your mood. Mm. Uh, dopamine in your, in your brain, serotonin, oxytocin, all your feel-good hormones actually get optimized when mm. you're uh, detoxing your gut. And so, you know, I went from, um, you know, literally on the floor crying, not knowing how I was going to get through this unexpected separation to completely thriving through it, And, um, you know, this last year, of course, there's painful moments and it was tough, but I will 1000% maintain that my food healed me through this traumatic time. And then I'll go a step further and say that my workouts strengthened me physically. mm And, um, I mean, and that's also, you know, physiologically when you work out and move your body, you are increasing things like dopamine and serotonin in your brain. These are your feel good hormones. So it's not, you know, in your mind that uh, you're feeling better. Um, so so yeah, I always say my food healed me, my workout strengthened me, and and this is just now it's a foundational piece of my mental health every single day. The mm-hmm. way that I feel and my emotions are so important. Again, I got a nine-year-old to raise. Um, mm-hmm. I also, you know, have a business and a community um, that I, I want to lead effectively. So, um, you know, what I put in my body and the way I'm in my body is like crazy important.
1: Yeah, I love that. I, I find it fascinating how various foods we can eat. Um, I had this experience myself the other day where I was uh, just angry. And I'm not an angry guy, but I was just kind of like frustrated and angry and, you know, not being a great dad, not being a great husband, just kind of, you know, being a poopy pants, right? And
0: uh, Nobody wants a poopy pants in their life.
1: Nobody. <laughs>
2: And,
0: Which is uh, normal, by the way. I want to say, there's moments where I'm a 50 pants.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's totally normal <laughs> to give yourself, you know, vanity. Totally. Totally okay.
1: Yeah. Totally. I, I ended up, I had a nap, and I was fine. But I realized that uh, we were going out to a, this property we have, and, and I had crushed a bag of chips on the way. Mm. And, um, and I was just thinking, I was like, man, maybe, you know, what I was eating. And then I've thought about different times in my life that absolutely food affects mood food, impacts mood.
0: food right. impacts mood and also right. skipping your meals throughout the day mm. will impact your mood mm. um, and uh, hangriness hangriness yes it is hangriness is a thing and then the other thing is not balance your macros right, right. It will also cause the mood imbalance um, yeah. but that's huge I mean processed food it's you're just ingesting a whole bunch of chemicals and right. um, you know toxic things that now your body has to work Hard to eliminate, wow. um, but you know what's crazy? So uh, part of the 13-day detox that we do, we start the first three days doing a liver cleanse, mm. and we do this through green smoothies. Green smoothies are just a powerful way, um, especially with with specific greens, we can um, turn toxins into water. You're basically dismantling toxins into water with things like cruciferous vegetables, leafy greens. Um, but uh, one thing that our clients feel and it's really prominent is the first three days they feel anger, resentment, um, and, uh, like bitterness, um, sadness, like, and and the reason why is because your liver holds on to your emotions.
2: Hmm.
0: And so it gets worse before it gets better when you detox, by the way. But what's so crazy is that by day four, they're like, Oh my gosh, I feel so much happier. Hmm. Uh, I've really, I'm releasing those emotions and actually like getting, so it's, it's kind of amazing that mm. your liver can house those emotions. Then you've got that gut piece, which we go into for 10 days and that, you know, connects to your brain and the mental health piece. So yeah, I mean, emotional health and, and the way you, you feel your body is, it's a hundred percent connected.
1: It's amazing. Yep. It's amazing. All of life is connected, isn't it? Uh, um, Question for you, I mean, we could probably do a whole another episode on exercise and everything too, but I, but I do have a question. What have you found, I know everyone's a little bit different, minimum effective dose for exercise?
0: I love this question because, um, you know, going back to my 20s, I was working out a few hours a day.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> no,
1: we, we all have time to do now. Yeah, know?
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love to, but no, the thing is... <laughs> Um, You know, back then it worked, we're in your 20s, you know, body adapts to it. But um, what, what, what research has found now is that actually shorter workouts But more intense workouts are more effective. So in our community, we practice 20 to 30-minute workouts. We divide the body up into different um, sections. For strength workouts, we also have very specific cardio days that are more cardio hit days, so high-intensity interval training, something we incorporate. We don't do long-duration cardio, so those days of running on the treadmill or going outside for a run for 60 minutes, those are out the window. Mm. That doesn't work you're actually going to train your body over time to expect that same workout and you're going to store calories. Right. So shorter effective workouts are so much more effective. Um, you know, there's the Orange Series and the Pelotons and sure. all bootcans uh, and stuff, you know, go for 45 to 60 minutes. But all the research now is finding 20 to 30 minutes. You want to make it more effective. Yeah. You want to, like, push in those yep. 20 to 30 minutes. But you don't want to be dead right. at the end either. Right. Um, So that was also something, you know, like we do those CrossFit days of, you know, going so hard um, and and dying to the point where you're so sore the next day where you can't even move. Um, That is out the window now too. Research is finding that you actually don't want to be dead after your workouts. Makes
2: Um, sense. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it makes sense. And so, you know, especially in terms of, um, uh, you know, if you're, going for more muscle mass, like that's a completely different thing. What we do in our community is, is we are um, increasing tone. um, We are um, increasing lean muscle mass. Um, And here's a really great stat. When you do um, uh, cardio Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um, uh, versus strength, a lot of people think that you're going to burn more calories doing cardio. Right.
2: -hmm.
0: Um, But the truth is, you're actually going to burn the same amount of car- uh, car- uh, calories doing cardio as you do strength. But when you do a strength workout, you are going to burn an extra 25% more calories um, after that workout for the next 72 hours. So for three more days, wow. you're continuing to burn calories, okay? Mm-hmm. That's going to help you to to burn fat. It's also going to help you to um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that, that uh, give you that lean muscle mass. And mm-hmm. here's the other amazing stat – For every three pounds of muscle that you build, and I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about getting bigger, bulky, I'm talking about, you know, replacing fat with muscle. For Every three pounds of muscle that you build, you're going to burn an extra 125 calories per day on average, lying on the couch doing nothing. Wow. So that's kind of cool, right? That is cool. So uh, strength training is really like, the forefront of what we do um and then there's a couple hit days but we, we focus mostly on strength um and that's where you get the most bang for your buck but 20 to 30 minutes and you know 20, what else?
1: 30 on the strength yeah. too okay
0: yeah, yeah. And you know what's so crazy about that it's really sustainable
1: for sure it is yeah
0: and consistency will win every single time ben i tell my clients that all the time if you did you know two months of something, but then took a break for another two months and then came back, like your results are going to be all over the place. But if we can get you consistent five days a week, 20 to 30 minutes, which is doable. If you don't have 20 minutes, you don't have anything. Mm. Right. But then you consistently do this day in and day out and you don't stop because it is sustainable because you can fit it in. That's when your results go to the next level. So consistency Mm. wins every single time. Find something that you can stay consistent with.
1: So true. Yep. I love it. It's so good. I think that applies to both how we're exercising, what we're doing physically, how we're eating, you know, wow. like you say, not a fad diet or anything like that. Something that's sustainable. Can I actually do this for the rest of my life? And you know, Yeah,
0: that's and that, a great question that you can always ask yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is what I'm doing now something that I can do day in and day out? Yeah. And it's not just something that I'm going to do for a month to lose the weight and then go right. back. Like this is something right. that is a lifestyle and it's a healthy, healthy lifestyle that's going to serve my body first.
1: Totally. Yep. I love it. I've loved this chat. So Thank fun. You know. I uh I'm fascinated by this stuff and uh I, I always love learning more in the health and nutrition space and fitness too. So it's I'm really glad we had you today. Yeah. Um, really good
0: questions. I love this chat. <laughs>
1: we'll do more for sure. And uh, so let's direct people to a few things. Number one, I know you're pretty active on Instagram. What's we'll put in the notes, but what's your handle on Instagram?
0: Um, so Instagram, definitely we have free hacks, tips, yeah. tricks, um, also recipes too, yep. workout ideas, um, and that's at Simone N Level. So S I M O N and L O V E L L and um and then we we're also I've got my website as well where you can check out we we're not running another round right now, um, but you can get on the wait list for the next one. Um and that's the Detox. Yeah, the detox. Yeah, you're gonna join us?
1: I am, yeah. I was, I was thinking as we were doing it, I was like, All right, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'm
0: bringing you over. <laughs> awesome.
1: Deal. you Yeah, I'll do it for sure. Well, hey, this was so good. I appreciate your time. Love having you today. Love becoming friends with you. It's been great every time we've chatted.
0: Oh, Thanks so much for having me on, Ben. It's been an absolute honor, and I hope that this has been a little bit helpful for your audience. And of course, if anybody has any questions, you can just reach me on Instagram personally uh, and DM me there.
1: Beautiful. Listen, everybody, I know you love today. You're probably going back to listen to it to Rehighlight some of the things. Make sure you tag Simone, tag myself, share this episode. Let's get this great information out to more people, helping them improve the quality of their day to day life. Thanks, Simone. See you ever soon, everyone.
2: Bye. Bye.